Welcome to MAP, the bi-weekly market access podcast provided by Mars Market Access and Pricing Strategy, which is your healthcare consultancy in the German-speaking markets. Mars makes it as easy as possible for you to get your pharmaceutical, medtech or digital health product to the market and of course get the price it deserves. My name is Stefan Walzer, I'm the founder of Mars and a health economist by training and working in the fields of market access, reimbursement, pricing and health economics already since 2004. And now let's learn about the market access and reimbursement systems around the globe. Today we're talking about Italy. We love Italy for its Dolce Vita, the tasteful wine and amazing food. What is less known is that the Italian healthcare system has some of the most prominent research centers around the world and a challenging reimbursement system as well, which is in some parts also similar to the German system, at least from my perspective. Let me now first introduce the Italian reimbursement system before we will speak to two well-recognized experts from Italy on specific aspects. So the market access processes in Europe obviously are diverse. I mean, we have learned how the German AMNOC is working, but what about the other countries? So as a, as a clear and good example um, of a long-lasting, already very experienced health technology assessment process, we can take as well Italy. Why Italy? Because I think we could maybe discuss as well later on with some of the Italian experts if maybe Italy is a kind of light version or maybe even a kind of more acceptable version of the German AMNOC. But before we come to that discussion, let us quickly rephrase and explain how the Italian system basically works. So in a way, the very first step after the approval of the drug in Europe by the EMA a company can submit their dossier, their health technology assessment dossier, to the so-called IFA. IFA is the ultimate decision maker in Italy, and I think we can also learn in a short time frame a bit more about their specifics. So this dossier will then be, first of all, evaluated by the so-called CTS, which is the Technical Scientific Commission. And what they do is quite similar, at least from my perspective, to the German GBA. They are evaluating the clinical benefit. And the clinical benefit here is even a bit more clearly defined in the method section for Italy. What they're looking for is, um, as well, besides the kind of added benefit on the kind of innovativeness of the product. And how is this defined? It is basically defined in the way that uh, that the assessors are looking for an unmet therapeutic need in a given disease area for that product. It is the therapeutic added value, very similar to what we can as well remember from the German uh, AMNOC process in terms of added uh, benefit. And also here, very similar, it is obviously compared against the available alternatives in the market. So this is as well important differentiation potentially, let's discuss later on as well, it is already the plural, it is more than one alternative, which is currently the kind of phase how the GBA is assessing it. And then thirdly, in Italy, they're also looking on the quality of evidence, and here the IFA is explicitly using the GRADE method. That's also, again, from my perspective, quite similar in its way. So after the CTS has basically then come up with the innovation scoring, because that's important, um, they are basically then giving that further 
back to the IFA where then the pricing evaluation is kicking in. Again, from my perspective, very similar in terms of the AMNOC process as we first have the GBA assessment. After that, it is followed by the price negotiation with the head association of the statutory health insurance funds. So important again here is um, when you think about the innovation status. The innovation status um, can have two different results here. Firstly, it can have a scoring of full innovation, or it could also have the results of a partly innovation kind of status. Why is that maybe important? I mean, if there is a full innovation status, uh, it has access to economic incentives for 36 months. That's an important consideration, especially if you have really really an innovative and costly um, therapeutic in your hand. And secondly, there might as well be benefits of resources deriving from budget savings. That's maybe also a question I would personally as well have, for example, to our Italian experts, how this would really look like. And also, and especially, uh, we're as well touching base on that um, a bit later, how this would also come into effect when we think about the differentiated market in Italy as we have all of the different regions and even on a local basis, the kind of differentiation further, which is again a kind of big difference to many of the other healthcare systems in Europe. Independent of that, I mean, once the whole kind of, let's let's call it added benefit or benefit assessment by the CTS, there is then the price negotiation, which is also happening. And I think also keeping in mind quite clearly a, a key consideration in that price negotiation is the benefit assessment by the CTS, but also the kind of cost-benefit ratio, which is also being assessed by the CTS in, in a first stage, right? And further criteria would be the place and therapy of the new product. Why is that important? Obviously, the later you are in the line of the therapy, the fewer patients there might be. So that might be maybe a consideration, especially where there might be potential either safety questions and or obviously a budget impact question for that. Related to that, obviously, as well, the treatment cost per day ratio is being considered um, and further uh, aspects as well. So how could then a kind of entry really look like? I mean, how could you really come up with a price arrangement, right? A lot of times it is quite clear, as in many other countries, there, there are different kind of discounts given but it's also important keeping in mind the IFA in Italy was one of the very first institutions from a payer's perspective already agreeing and negotiating managed entry agreements. That was already done many years ago, already roughly 15, 18 years ago, and they have had as well installed just for that the so-called IFA registry. That's maybe as well an important consideration when keeping in mind when and how and also at which price you potentially want to launch a product across Europe, but here specifically in Italy. After the CPR evaluation is then finalized, so also the pricing, the results of the negotiations are then submitted to the IFAS board of directors for a final evaluation. So is this then already everything, everything done on a national level for Italy? Yes, on a national level, of course, but I think then... We all know that there's a quite big regionalization in Italy and hence the kind of story could even go further. And I think that might be maybe as well the very first question 
to um, our experts. How does that really look like besides the point that the uh, whole kind of IFA process could be, be maybe seen as a kind of light version of the AMLOG, potentially? Not exactly sure because the process, as we have just heard, is very similar in a way to the German uh, AMLOG process. And the other, st uh, the, the second, I think to me, even more important question, how do now these drugs really come to the patients? I mean, there might be even further health technology assessment or other kind of market access entry barriers on a regional, even on a local level. And I think this is sometimes not that clear, but just out of my experience, it can even last years until a product can even reach some of the regions or some of the hospitals, even that it was approved and agreed on by the IFA. So let us listen what the experts say to that. The introduction is set. Now let us deep dive and we start with Entella Giorgi. Entella works in the Italian healthcare system since 2007 and has especially also worked for the Italian reimbursement agency, IFA, for nearly 10 years. We know that Italy is one of the European countries where the drugs price are regulated through negotiations. The Italian Medicines Agency is the national authority responsible for regulatory pricing, reimbursement and health technology assessment related to pharmaceuticals, including governance of pharmaceutical expenditure. In Italy, we have two advisory committees, technical, scientific and pricing reimbursement. But the particularity of the Italian market process is related to five characteristics and there we can uh, find you now what kind of amnog light in this sense um, specifically on the innovation scheme first the price and reimbursement for new medicines are simultaneously negotiated by the italian medicines agency and the relevant pharmaceutical company secondly uh, Italy is among those countries which rely on a multi-criteria approach. And this is something uh, different from the German you know, aspects. Third, over the last decade, uh, IFAS extensively relied on management agreements. Uh, we know which is the uh, definitions of management agreements, our arrangement between manufacturers and payers that enable access to health technology subject to certain conditions. And these agreements manage you know, the, that kind of uncertainty, clinical and economic, uh, with impact on, on drugs. So Italy, as well in other uh, healthcare systems, management agreements are negotiated with negotiate uh, price discounts are confidential. And the four, uh, fourth um, characteristics of the Italian aspects is the registries. Registries at national level, important operational part of the pricing reimbursement negotiations between IFA and pharmaceutical company, and are um, a key element of the contract between the two parties. And the last particularity is the early access program uh, for drugs. Um, we have this early access programs, uh, including compassionate use, which is covered by industry, but also uh, we have some off-label use reimbursed by National Health Service. Uh, and uh, this off-label use uh, is allowed by the IFA in given circumstances uh, with different regulations, but the most important is the 648 law that provides for data collections before um, uh, the drug enter into the negotiation process. And specifically for that 648, we will discuss a little bit more 
later on because the new uh, Italian market access process or the new pricing reimbursement criteria are changing you know, the typology of the negotiations. So uh, looking at these five characteristics and uh, with the new resolution uh, or new deliberations of 2020, IFA has adopted the consolidate versions of the new guidelines on the preparations of the dossier supporting the pricing reimbursement applications for uh, of medicinal pr uh, products, push one to the ministerial decree of uh, last year on the criteria and procedures according to which the Italian Medicines Agency negotiate prices of medicine reimbursed by the National Health Service. So is it true that the Italian process could be called an amnoc light? And what could we in Germany potentially learn from it? The question could be answered by finding the point in, in common between the German and Italian uh, assessment. No, and then I have some um, uh, advices what Italy can probably teach you know, to the Ger German, uh, German uh, perspective. Uh, but first, you no, know, I, uh, I saw different uh, factors uh, or characteristics in common with the German, uh, speci specifically with these new guidelines. Five potential influencing factors are assumed at most relevant for um, for AMNOG, you know, for the act on the reform uh, of the market for medicinal product in, in Germany. You know? So you have rating as the results of benefit assessment, the indication plus, the orphan drug status uh, also reflect the size of the uh, target populations. You have also uh, the appropriate comparator therapies depending on number of and annual cost, and also the health-related quality of life when incorporated into the assessment. So a ruling on additional benefit, uh, six categories from major, major to less benefit for a specific compound by the GBA, so a specific appraisal, is based on the overall assessment of the evidence presented in the dossier for effects on mortality, morbidity, and health-related quality of life. So the acknowledgement of a patient's relevant medical benefit you know, by the GBA is crucial. Um, according to the new IFA guidelines, the new criterion pricing reimbursement, uh, and in relation to the clinical condition to which a medicinal product is addressed, it will be need to specify also the course severity the, the, the disease in terms of mortality, disability, years of life, loss to the disability and premature death, so dailies, impact on the quality of life of patients and more generally every aspect characterizing the impact on patients and on society. This is very challenging. Um, um, it's a new mode no, of the of the uh, descriptions of the disease and this um, uh, new aspects on quality of life uh, it's uh, very new for the Italian so it's very it's similar uh, I try um, similarities no, with the um, uh, additional benefit um, uh, evaluated by GBA uh, and this it's um, more specifications you know, in order to define better the ad therapeutic benefit. And the other component uh, is the quality of evidence and also the comparative therapy. I mentioned before something about the comparators uh, um, uh, in the uh, previous questions, but the number and characteristic of the studies provided the certain 
the certainty of results and the absurd effects determine, determine the level of quality of evidence. And very similar to IFA approach related to the grade methodology uh, on robustness of clinical evidence. And also with regard to clinical studies supporting reimbursement, IFA will ask um, as soon as the new degree uh, become uh, effective, whether the clinical trials are conducted with the aim of um, highlighting uh, add value with superiority studies or overlap, for example, with uh, equivalence or non-inferiority studies versus the therapeutic alternatives. Where possible, uh, in this case, IFA will request data on impact on quality of life through internationally validated scales. So this last details completely change the Italian uh, evaluation scenarios, but are very similar also with what um, the, the, the AMNO uh, benefit assessment. Um, what, for example, Italy can probably teach is that this multi-criteria process uh, in terms of the evaluations or uh, pricing reimbursement negotiations, and also um, another characteristic could be the applications of managed entry agreement, specifically, uh, for example, the performance-based sharing agreement uh, or outcome-based. The example could be the incoming advanced therapy medicinal product, uh, and this could be a very, very interesting area to be applied. And the last point that I can suggest um, could be the utilizations of post-marketing registries or real-world data as part of the negotiations uh, strategy, especially for the advanced therapy and also for the implementations of performance-based sharing agreements. Stefano Capri is Professor of Health Economics at the University of Cataneo in Italy and is also working as a member of the HDA institution for the regional payer in Lombardy. Well, I can start very briefly maybe to describe uh, the main points of, of our system. Um, is a, negoci uh, a negotiation-based system. The process uh, uh, is quite simple. Uh, the company has to uh, ask for the negotiation. So there is a format, there is a price reimbursement dossier to follow with, with a, a number of chapters. Uh, I don't know if, if it's interesting to, to go through, but uh, there the are the normal information that uh, are supposed to give to, to any system. So which is the drug, which has the comparators, uh, which is obviously the price that the company is asking for, uh, which are the, the evidence coming from EMA approval. Obviously, we are not... We are not talking about other, other studies. Um, there is a specific uh, sections about uh, which are the investments in terms of production sites uh, in Italy, eventually, if the company has some production sites, uh, uh, which are the prices, which are the prices uh, already approved uh, in other countries. There is a list of countries uh, covering, uh, I would say, all European countries. Uh, which are considered the, the, the reference countries. Obviously, in practice, <laughs> some countries is more relevant than the others. 
uh, obviously, uh, I, I don't know, the price in Portugal could be maybe interesting, but uh, is not influencing like the price in Germany, <laughs> which is quite obvious in terms of relevance of the country, of the market, particularly. We are talking about the market. And uh, we are talking about systems that are closer to the Italian system. Then uh, we have uh, uh, two specific, one section related to the economic uh, uh, aspects. One is the budget impact. Uh, uh, just to say that, if you like, maybe I, I can comment uh, further some new insights uh, in the guidelines that IFA is expected to issue uh, in the next future, but uh, just briefly saying. Uh, so there is uh, the budget impact, which is absolutely mandatory since many years. So briefly, the company has to provide a three years forecast of the market share of the product, showing obviously which will be the situation uh, in the next three years without the product that uh, is negotiating and which, which will be the situation with, with, with the inclusion of the product. Uh, obviously, the company has to provide subjectively which will be the expected market share. Uh, just to say that uh, the main variable that IFA is taking into account is the pharmaceutical impact. Uh, even if, obviously, a, a good budget impact uh, is providing uh, the impact uh, on uh, hospitalizations, uh, on visits, uh, on diagnostics, uh, on the other healthcare resources. Um, there is also, uh, is already a practice since many, many years, uh, the possibility to provide a cost-effectiveness model, which is normally, according to my experience, uh, a nice model adapted, tailored to the Italian situation, as it happens, I think, in, in quite a few countries, with the Italian costs, uh, with some maybe medic, Italian medical practice, etc. Uh, just to say that IFA, if it's paying a lot of attention to the budget impact, is not paying attention to the, uh, the cost-effectiveness analysis. We are, still a, we are still not a country, a cost-effectiveness country. <laughs> we are a budget impact, the negotiation, balance, uh, uh, inter interests, uh, uh, interest country. These are very helpful points to get a better understanding. But as I mentioned in my introduction, that's also one very important aspect. As you said correctly, uh, we have the national system, so uh, uh, it is a national health service, but uh, it, each region has a very strong responsibility to adapt, to provide uh, the real uh, health care to the citizens. So in terms of price reimbursement is national. So the price is, uh, is uh, fixed by IFA, the reimbursement level, which means that maybe it's a hospital drug uh, or is not an hospital drug uh, with, with other maybe differences, is national based. But we have the regions. Uh, I would say that when we are talking about uh, no hospital drugs, uh, means uh, drugs that are uh, in the outpatient setting, so are not belonging to the hospital or specialists based in hospital decisions, uh, the regions normally they don't do nothing. It's something already uh, uh, approved. Uh, each region has the normal monitoring activities for GPs, uh, which is 
quite efficient, uh, so it's possible to know uh, every month uh, which is the number of prescriptions of a GP. So at that point, uh, it's, it's quite easy to, to, to find the outliers, the overprescribers, and start uh, a kind of discussion why are prescribing so many drugs of this kind, etc. But when we are talking about hospital drugs, the situation is different. Also because the, the, the cost of these drugs is very impacting, particularly in, in, in the recent years. So we may have uh, roughly two kinds of regions. Uh, one group of regions are regions with a, a regional hospital formulary, which is a very powerful uh, uh, tool because uh, uh, when there is a new product, uh, in most of the case, uh, there is uh, another negotiation in some way between the company and uh, the regional health authority. Uh, the regions wants, wants normally to see again the same dossier that has been provided to IFA with the regional data. For instance, the budget impact must be consistent with the regional numbers, the epidemiology with the regional numbers. Uh, just to say that at this level uh, is uh, more relevant to show also the hospital costs because uh, the region is responsible for any kind of healthcare resources. Uh, on the opposite, IFA uh, in principle uh, is supposed to be responsible only for pharmaceutical expenditure. Another aspect of the regional system is that uh, very frequently when we have uh, 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 an hospital product, uh, in almost every case, uh, we have uh, uh, the, uh, um, the liberty of, uh, of uh, each region to decide where, uh, in which centers, in which hospitals uh, is allowed the prescription of the product. Uh, in many products, uh, this was a very powerful tool for a region because uh, it, it's obvious if in one region, uh, uh, the regional health authority decide that this, uh, I don't know, PCSK9 product uh, is available only in five centers, <laughs> you may understand that the access is restricted. Uh, so it, that's absolutely a very strong, powerful powerful tool and it is just a, a regional responsibility that's absolutely uh, uh, clear. And last but not least, we should also be aware of the discounts that are common in Italy. When we have a new product, uh, we can imagine something around 30% of discount. So the net price is very close to the 30% less than the X-Factory price. Uh, it depends on the product. So as a summary, is it now really the Amnoc light in Italy which is being applied? I think after having heard the various experts in Italy, and I know there are also other kind of mindsets and maybe also thoughts about that, I would maybe still say that there might be some aspects which are close to an Amnoc light, but at the end of the day, very clearly, as in Europe, across the different countries, there's still very much some kind of uniqueness as well included in the system. I think the price negotiation is probably as hard as in Germany, but it is also organized very differently. The submission process is, I think, at least from a dossier perspective, a bit more pragmatic. That is what we heard, I think. But still, it needs a lot of information and a lot of back and forth as well, which is also a core difference to the Amnoc system. And finally, also quite clear, even when you have maybe re received a positive 
decision by the IFA in Italy. There might, depend on the product, still be the fights on a regional and a local level, which is also a bit of a difference, I think, to Germany. That was an episode of MAP, the market access podcast provided by Mars Market Access and Pricing Strategy, which is your healthcare consultancy in the German-speaking markets. MAP is available every second week with a new episode, so watch out. And in case you might have questions, contact me directly and or visit our website on www.marketaccess-pricingstrategy.de.